When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 228 of the All Dolphins podcast. And you can see already by the presence of these the two gentlemen at the bottom of the screen, this is uh, epi- uh, with a version five of when Dolphin podcasts unite or collide, whatever you want to say. We are joined today, very happy by our good buddies, our media colleagues, Chris Tuohater Perkins in the bottom left corner and Adam Swell Guy Beasley in the right bottom corner. Coupard feels like he's not alone anymore. And this time he's not surrounded by crazy people. All right. No, I, Omar, I do a podcast with you daily. Yes, I'm surrounded by crazy people. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> three, three. Burke and I are not two haters. We are two objective analysts. How's that better, Perk? That's better. That's accurate. That- and Sorry. I'm not a Tua lover. Tua non will never embrace mm-hmm. me. Omar, just, no, they don't. Come on they now. Don't. I, I don't. I don't get in. The, I don't. I, I'm on the. I'm on the like wanted list. The the, you know, they need to be so, more. So, active. so look. What happened, Perk? Perk didn't bring I, I, I cut out for Perk. a second. I cut out for a second. So here, here's here's my thing on here's my thing on on Tua and why you know I, I wrote uh, yesterday on SunSentinel.com why I would not extend Tua. Number one, uh, I don't think that he's good enough, uh, and that's not a slam on Tua. He's a legit Pro Bowl quarterback, as we saw last season, but he does not have a playoff victory in a passing era with what four other Pro Bowlers on on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you've got he's, to produce he's a playoff. He's 0 for 1, Perk. He's 0 for 1. Well, you got you had all this time. Against Patrick all, Mahomes. That, that's all right. It's, it's a, look, the window is short. The window is short. Well, only only people who can win you a Super Bowl deserve quarterback money. No, no, I didn't say win a Super Bowl. I said win a playoff game. Like you, you're gonna end up but like 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 the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. You're you're shoveling all this money to this guy and you don't know what he can do for you, really. He needs and so, the other and the other thing that I said is that look, if this thing falls apart this year, if it if it goes sideways, I wanna be liquid because I would consider clearing house. I would consider getting rid of Greer, getting rid of McDaniel, and letting the new people decide, do we want Tua? I'm not going to handcuff. They can keep Tua. They can keep Christian Wilkins, whatever. But I want them to have the decision. You're not coming in. I'm not searching for a GM and a coach saying, you have to use this quarterback. I'm Except staying liquid because I can still tears. Hold on, Perk. My only problem with the whole thing you just said, and Bees, you wanted to jump in, you'll by all means – Go after me. I'm going to do this very quickly. My only problem with everything you just said is you in your column, because yes, I read your column, my friend. You <laughs> said you're okay signing to a deal if it's like below market or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's you're still creating the same issue of tying yourself to quarterback if the thing needs to be blown up. Which you is are, why. you are, but it would you could look you could get out of it at at some point. It would be painful, but if if you're going to sign, the only way I'm signing him to a Multi-year deal is if it's below market value. If it's to my advantage, name I, the I, number. I, what's I, I the price? Below market deal. value. What's the price? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me do the introductions. We just jumped in here and we're we're like going round two, and we haven't even introduced the fighters. We've got Chris Perkins from Dolphin D Five, Sun Sentinel columnist over there in, in the left corner. We got Adam Beasley from, from Pro Football Network. Pro Football Miami Dolphins podcast. Beasley, we, we got a lot to get in with you. But since we've already just began this haymaker of, of Tua sucks, don't pay Tua, which is every single we damn Dolphins that. conversation. 
you didn't say that. Please, Beasley, your stance on this situation. Okay, so by the way, thank you for welcoming me to your show. It's very gracious that I can be a part of this. Uh, I'm going to count the number of words I get in in the next hour. It's going to be under 300, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's here's the way you got to look at it. Do the Dolphins in 2024 think that 2023 they had the goods and they just got screwed by injuries? Or do they think, hey, we are behind the Chiefs. We are behind the Ravens. We will be behind the Bengals once Joe Burrow gets better. We are certainly behind the Bills. They took it to us twice, including once in their own house. If you're the Dolphins and you think that, that should inform every decision you make from a personal standpoint. Because you're not if you're not close loading up this offseason and, 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 and taking all these contract restructures and throwing all that credit card money, those charges into the future – aren't going to help you because you're still going to be out in the wild card of the divisional round anyway. And then all you're going to have, all you're going to have to show for it is a fiscal cliff in 2025. Their numbers in 2025 are so, so scary because they don't have basically any players under contract beyond 2024. And the ones you do, Tyree Kill, he's not going to love to hear this, will probably be gone. This is probably Tyree Kill's last season with the Miami Dolphins. A hundred percent it is. Let Beadley finish. We're going to get into that later. Go ahead, Beadley. So if I'm the Dolphins, I don't load up this year. I don't take every single contract and restructure it. I don't try to squeeze every last dime. What I do is I try to make smart, long-term signings. And to me, if, if two is the right number, $45 million a year, $100 million or so guaranteed, I'm cool with that because that gets you through that bridge of what's going to be a rough 2025, 2026, and then gets you on the other side where you have a quarterback. You might not love him, but you have a quarterback. You have a situation that you can still deal with football because things can – like if you just if you just let Tua play out the contract this year and you don't – and, and, and you load up so you have to cut a bunch of guys next year, you could be looking at like a five- or six-win season in 2025. Like you really could. Things could get totally ugly. What does Steve Ross continually talk about? Sustainability. What they're doing right now isn't sustainable. And if they take on a bunch more credit card debt this year and, and make 2025, 2026 a complete bleep show, and then only get to the divisional round to show for it, I think that's the worst of all worlds. You know, may may I chime in here, please? Um, first, the foolishness that you said about this being Tyreek's last year. Tyreek is about to re-up, become the highest paid player in the, in the league again, get a new contract, add some more years to it so he's not going to be retiring anytime soon um, just to allow them to create cap space. And he'll say to Steve Ross, thank you for my $25 million check, sir. Appreciate you. Enjoy your cap space. So by, um, by, by, by re-up, do you mean restructure or do you mean extend? Extend. Add years to the deal. The, the guy is... 30 years old. He and is 30, he's, he's, a speed, he's still a top he's, he's 10 a player speed, in the NFL. He's a speed player at 30 years old. Then you're talking about is, is, he still a, is he still a top 10 player in the NFL, Adam Beasley? Of course he is. He was, he was running the offensive player of the year. But that's not what an extension is. An extension is what do you what is this guy going to look like in two, three years? And if I had to pick one in 2025, 2026, 2027, I'm picking Jalen Waddle over Tyree Kill. I am because I think he I think he is the one that has a chance of playing at a high level in three, four, five years. You're crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm taking Tyreek. I'm taking Tyreek too. It's like 30, 30, if, 34 if, year old Tyreek Hill. One, one, his I'm not looking past a three year window at, on anybody. His Nobody. number at, at age 34 is going to be like $65 million in the scenario you're talking about. Like that's that's what it's going to be because they keep just chucking that can down the road, just keep kicking it down the road. Yeah, you're going to be the New Orleans Saints, and you're going to have a bunch yeah, of they are the New Orleans Saints yeah. right now. No, so, no, 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 no. I they, mean, it, it can get worse, but they're they're as as my colleague Poupard has said, they've already jumped off the cliff. Like, but there, but there is no turning back. There's degrees, there, there's degrees of injury at this point. You can jump off the cliff and like grab a branch and just break your leg, or you could fall the whole way down and snap your body in half. Okay, that's that's kind of what the choice they're facing right now. I don't and disagree I, with you. I don't disagree well, with you. I looked at I looked at the numbers and calculated everything, and I said to myself, "You might be better off resetting it now than continuing to move down this 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 pipeline." But you 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 said something that fundamentally just they love Tua. Every single person on this panel knows that they love Tua. 
knows that they're committed to him, knows that they're building around him. While you can all agree, disagree at some level, think that he's not Patrick Mahomes, he's not Lamar Jackson, he's not Josh Allen, he is not Joe Burrow, and he isn't any of those players. They are committed and in love with him. Okay, You will, one, you will acknowledge that, correct? Right. One quick yes. thing, and then I'll see the floor again. Yes, they are. But they also know reality. They also know that you're sealing Do they do they be yes. so? That's my question. Do they know? They know they're sealing with two. McDaniel. McDaniel knows. Say McDaniel knows. Does he know? He, does. You know he, pro- he, pro- he probably knows the ceiling with Tua in that conference is probably the AFC Championship game. So, but, but here's the thing. We, we, we've collectively covered the team probably, what, like 60 years, 70 years? Like a long time collectively. We've covered Me and him is 50 together. Yeah. You, you're probably another... I'm a decade plus. Yeah, huh? decade plus, yeah. I'm 15. Yeah. yeah. So you're talking about 70, 80 years of covering. 75 years of covering the Dolphins. Okay. How many times – like, when's the last time it was like, oh, man, they're just going to get to the playoffs and lose? No. It's they'll be lucky to win nine games. Like, that. that's how the existence we've had. So things are without question – without question, the franchise is in a better place now than it was six, seven years ago. There's no question you can say that. Right. But that – only goes so far. You at some point want to be able to take the next step. And do they think this core can get them there? What is and the you, and, and if it does, and if it does, it has to be this year. Right? Exactly. Because it does have to be this year. Right. But what is their option? Do you think they're resetting? They're not. They, they, well, you, you 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 can do a soft reset. The point I'm making is you can take some of these contracts instead of clearing a hundred million dollars of cap space. You clear 60, 65, right? And you get to a point where you have to, where you, you know, you, you, you're not saying, okay, and here's a perfect example, Tyreek Hill. If they restructure him and don't give him an extension, which you think they will, but if they if they if they just restructure him, they will have to move him next year. They why, will. Why, why would you just restructure him? Why wouldn't you add years in, lower the cap number? Eight. He's already the highest paid receiver. He's gonna continue to be the highest paid receiver. If, if, if your advanced statisticians and your, you know, sports science guys all tell you there's not going to be a drop off, you can you can think what you see of Tyreek now, you're going to see out of Tyreek at age 34, then you make that deal. Tyreek but if that's the true, league as somebody completely different than anybody who's ever been here before, why would but, he not continue to be that? And because the, the he just, human, had a, just at 30, he just had a career year. Did he uh, not? Well, 29, 29. 20, oh, oh, OK, I'm sorry. But but also father time is undefeated. So, yes, you know, at some point that is going to catch up. You do want to be committed to a guy at age 34, at age 35, that is going to hamstring you in so many different ways. These are conversations they have to be having right now. Absolutely. Yes, Uh, they they are conversations. But, yes, hamstring me to one of the top 10 players in the NFL, the guy who carried my offense. And, yes, I said it, Perkin, (laughs) carried my offense for an entire season for an entire two seasons, the guy who's a marquee player, who's got the marquee name like a quarterback, please, who's making my quarterback look better and look like an MVP candidate, yeah. please hamstring me, tie me to him, shackle me with chains, please. <laughs> they, what, would, what would you like, sir? Like, they, they, they will be looking for jobs in 2025, 2026, if that's what they do. Like, seriously, they will. And it's the same as if you get that, that's not, that's $60 million they, dollars a year. They probably will be looking for jobs. But that's not the decision that's going to force them to be looking for jobs. In it fact, might, that's, it might be, be, that's it the might player be the that's going to make every GM excited to take this job. Yeah, look, no, like, if, if, if you're going to – if I'm going to re-sign Tua and keep Mike McDaniel, I am 100% keeping Tyreek Hill. Because that's the guy who makes this whole thing go. One of my problems, though, with with Tua that I that I one of my fears, and, and it's not with Tua, it's with Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer. I, I think that their thinking is like the the Joe Philbin, Adam Gase thinking with Ryan Tannehill. I can change him. I can make him better. And I think McDaniel is thinking that too. And it's like, no, the dude is what he is, and that that's what I fear that didn't they're he make doing him better? with Tua. Didn't he change him? And didn't he make him better? He's he's almost tapped out. He's almost at his ceiling. So, I, I mean, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna commit to him long term, do it with that understanding. And that's why I would bring Tyreek Hill along for the ride because Tyreek makes Tua and this offense so much better. Yeah, I think that's that's the entire gamble of this offseason. If does does Tua have another gear? 
right? Does Tua have another level that he can get to? And if they double down on what they have and they max out their credit card and they give him the extension that we all think he's going to get in some, you know, some capacity, um, that that's their answer. Like, yes, we think Tua has another level. Color me a bit dubious with that. You know, like I am, I am somewhat skeptical that we are going to see another quantum leap forward because you, you don't often see another big leap forward at this stage of your career. Right. No, I you you raised the most important question, which was, uh, do the Dolphins think they have the makings of a Super Bowl contender with their nucleus now, or and they they do it? They, do they attribute everything that happened at the end of 2023 on injuries? And I think they're they're going to kid themselves or make themselves believe that that's the only reason. Uh, and this is why I think they're heading down the path of of yeah, continuing the plunge, no hanging on to branches anywhere. Uh, I want to well, switch gears. Sorry, go ahead. Now, just, just one, quick, one, one quick thing. They've got yeah. to face the reality that this was the most winnable year the AFC is ever going to be. The most true. That's not true. That's not true. The Bills and the Chiefs are all having cap issues. They've all got key free agents. The Chiefs cap issues, for once, I'm going to agree with you, aren't real because of the way Mahomes' contract is structured. They can create tens upon tens of. upon tens of millions of dollars with the Patrick Mahomes deal alone. So, didn't say it's so, not easy to navigate out of, but they're, they're going to lose. You know championship teams lose talent. They're going to lose talent. You never know how injuries are going to impact a team. Look at what happened to Cincinnati. Patrick Mahomes can tear an ACL. Uh, 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 on week five of, of of the season, or or something that happened to um, Aaron Rodgers could happen to 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 Josh Allen. You never know. So, do I agree with you that the 2023 team was the best team that they probably will ever put around to? Yes. You could look at the roster right now, unless they pull a rabbit out of a hat, which Chris Greer could potentially do. This was the best roster that he's ever going to be able to put around to. And and I, yeah, I'm and with, you guys, with you because the the AFC probably w w has not been as winnable as it was in 23 and might not be again for a while because we're talking about Cincinnati logically is going to have Joe Burrow back Jacksonville was was a fire bro Jacksonville yes Jacksonville Jacksonville yes. started off well and everything went went to pieces the Chargers now actually have a real coach they could become an issue yeah. uh, the Steelers if they ever get a quarterback that's a problem team. Uh, I, I think you're Omar. I think you're way off the track here. If you think that that wasn't a great shot for any AFC team, and the Chiefs were about as vulnerable as they've been since Mahomes became the starter. I'm but you know what? Let me say this though. The, I mean, the Dolphins shouldn't be worried about these other teams. They should be worried about the Dolphins. Like, dude, you got Jalen Ramsey, you got Tyreek Hill, you got. I mean, Tehran is old, but you know, we all these Pro Bowl like people. And look at you disrespect Raheem Mostert again. Look at look at you. Always the disrespect for Raheem. We <laughs> mentioned Joy either. But I, I haven't. Okay, I, I, do I have to mention everybody? I mean, come on. Do I have to mention anyone? Just the starting quarterback, okay? <laughs> Just the starting quarterback. Okay, they've got they've got Tua. Do I have to mention Mike White and Skylar Thompson? Do I, do I have to mention? Wow! Them? Wow! Welcome you... in with the backups. Way I'm to go! Saying, like, come on, I can just mention a couple of names and not be a hater, can I? Like, come on! But I, but look, um, they, they did have a, a bunch of talent, great amount of talent last year. But you you got to put that thing back together again this year because the Super Bowl window is still open. I don't care who else is in the AFC. As long as you've got these guys, you better consider yourself a Super Bowl contender and not worry about other teams. Worry about what you can do to your team. How, I mean, if you if, if you need to shift gears like Kansas City did and, and play with some defense, win with some defense, whatever you have to do. With what players? They got five players on the roster, bro. <laughs> you, you, listen, you've got this, the window is still open. Oh, they've got to figure it out. You can't. I'm not look. If I'm the Dolphins, I'm not worried about what Buffalo has, and if Joe Burrow is healthy, I'm looking at my team and saying, "How are we going to whoop their butts? Because we're that good." 2025. I don't know if you can say that. I mean, but, but are they that, you can. But are they that good? That's the question. Are they that good? They've got to be. They they've got to be better than they were last year. You've got to. Or they were again, one of the hottest teams in the NFL last year until they. Let me let me throw this out then. If you're Steve Ross and this thing doesn't work, why are you bringing these guys back? 
They, they've taken all your money. They, they've taken the best talent that you compiled in two decades, and they couldn't even win a playoff and, game. And what, they make you write all these game? ridiculous checks to run it back again. And I don't, I don't disagree with you. I don't yeah. know if Chris Greer can survive if right. this team doesn't win. So, okay, okay. I just want to make sure we're getting this on the record. Your standard is Super Bowl or Chris Greer gets fired? No, 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 no. Playoff win. Playoff Listen, win. One. That's a success. That's a success for a $1.5 billion. You know, that basically that's what it's been. Since Tell me what else this franchise has done for two decades. dollar exercise. One playoff win and you're good? Is that what you're no, saying? No. Listen, listen to me. Here's what I've said. Here's what I've said. That if they, they need to win two playoff games this year. So that means like they didn't win the one last year. Should... You trying to raise the bar? Yes. Of course. Yes. I'm raising the I bar. You, I want you clear the first hurdle. Then you get to the second one. No, screw that. You should have cleared the first hurdle this year. You're you're two hurdles down the race now. Screw that. You you tripped over the first hurdle. There's nothing we can do about that. Win two playoff games this year, and you're probably back. Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel. Win one playoff game. Wow. Let's see how it goes. I, I, I didn't know I was going to be talking to some logical I guarantee, guarantee you. I guarantee you if Mike McDaniel makes the playoffs, he's back in 2025. Oh, I guarantee you. That is that is such a low bar and such a low standard. That's yeah. that should be unacceptable. And, and look, I, I like Mike McDaniel, I like Tua, but I gotta see some results. Like if you can't win with this talent, the talent's only getting lower for the rest of the time you're with the Dolphins. So so what are or, my or, or or are they overestimating their talent? I mean, that's a question. Are they, they yes, mm-hmm. they have contracts. Are they overestimating their talent? Have we? I haven't. I like they have talent. Like I haven't overestimated their talent. They're they're I don't know top definitely top ten in the NFL as far as talent. Okay, I mean, yeah, they're, that's they're, you know what top ten is first round playoff loss. Like that's that's not right. That's not good enough. That's you have underachieved. That's my whole point. Like why why do I want you back in twenty twenty five if I gave you twenty twenty three like what twenty twenty two three years? I'm, I'm, I can't. My math is bad. Three years and you couldn't win a playoff game. Like, why do I want you back for a fourth year? Listen, l- because just, one, one, one quick rejoinder, because you can't let this go. Because it's so bleeping hard to find good coaches. But are it you is good? How do so, you know you're good? You don't think you can't win a playoff game with this talent? How, how do I know? You, what makes you think that's a good coach? Because okay, So we, this just sounds exactly like the media room. But I am not going to crush him for losing with Skylar Thompson in Buffalo. And you know what? There are some extenuating circumstances yes. when you don't have your three quarters of your good defensive players and you play in the North Pole. Okay. Wow. Now let's see. Let's see how this season goes. Thank you, Beasley. Yeah, I, like Beasley. This, I like this side. This side of the panel. This side is the rational side. This side is the side that makes sense. This side okay. is the side that uh, that that looks at. Uh, you know who else lost the Chiefs this year? The Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills and the San Francisco 49ers. Are they talking about firing hold their on. coaches? Bees, bees, hold on. I've been with I've been basically like sympathetical with everything you said. You just lost me there. Because to me, it's not just about the damn playoff game. It's about every time they play good teams. Look at their record the past two years with McDaniel with two or with Tyreek Hill. When they play good te- and Omar's Omar's ruling his eyes again as as he does, because it's not annoying at all. No, no, I have to say it's not annoying. Anyway. But tell me, tell tell me where the lie is. When they play good teams, they don't match up. Right. And what what are their two their two wins? Uh, can can you at least year? acknowledge that most of the time that they play these good teams, they're on the road. So what, Omar? So what? Again, okay. half your games are on the road. I mean, they beat Buffalo despite getting out game two by two hundred fifty yards. They beat Baltimore in that fluky game in week two, and then they beat Dallas barely. Uh, and then and every other game, not only do they lose, they more often than not get handled and semi-exposed. But this this conversation is a perfect microcosm of what the conversations they need to be having in that building. Like, are we are we close? Or are we fooling ourselves into thinking we're close? And if it's and if it's door number two, do not do not tie yourselves to aging players with a bunch of restructures that are going to get you nowhere in 2025 and beyond. I don't disagree with you, but I think think the the issue is that you're not built to play playoff football. And I think if you do certain things that gives you a seismic shift that allow you to 
be built to play playoff football. Maybe let's say add a Derrick Henry, add a physical running game, add, you know, add add some some interior linemen that give you a little bit more interior offensive and defensive linemen that give you a little bit more physicality. Maybe you can play better in in these critical games. So stop being a finesse team, in other words, right, Omar? Uh, Bees, here's my problem with what you said. Uh, in when you're suggesting the Dolphins need to be honest with themselves, here's the problem when you're dealing with self-confident coaches that sometimes they think I'll get the best out of them. I'll get them to that next level, even though there is no next level. Cause we saw that with Adam Gase and Ryan Tannehill. Okay. I will say this. Mike McDaniel is far more humble than Adam Gase was. There's absolutely no doubt about Outwardly. that. And he's, and he's far. And he's, yes. Yes. Me and you are here easily. We're, we are, we are absolutely here. I think he's also a lot more self-aware uh, what was it that Adam Gase once said? I can I can win with a tree stump as a quarterback. Like that's that was that was his mindset. I don't think Mike McDaniel would have taken this job if it was a tree stump at quarterback. I think he thinks he has something better than that. Now the question is, does he have a realistic view of what that quarterback is? I would hope that the guy who's seen more practice and game snaps than anybody would would be realistic about it. But I guess we'll find out. Hold on, hold on. Why isn't he realistic? Who? who- why do we conclude that a guy who just completed his fourth season has been the number one passer rated guy has been the top yardage producing guy that he cannot continue to improve? Is he too old? Is he, is he, is he, is he ancient? Is he too frat? Like, why is it that we can, we've, we've factored in our brain that Tua cannot improve anymore. He did, well, improve this. Let me say this. he did not improve in 2023 and look at, sorry, bees. I know you're going to say something. Look at a lot of the metrics, the important metrics, and you can play with the numbers and that notion that he's done nothing but this. Sorry. It's not, it's not completely accurate at, at, at best. It was, he maintained, if not digressed a hair in 2023. Go ahead. I see can I say something that's going to break the internet? Like this is not about to him. It's not. It's it's about the offense. It's about the offense. You've got to you've got to get the plays in faster to Tua. You've got to get a number three receiver. You need a receiving tight end. You need a power run game. You need all that. Then we can talk about Tua. But this is bigger than Tua. This is most. You know. You know how. You know how to get all those things. You know how to get all those things. You draft. And they haven't drafted at all yes. the last two years. Yeah, at all. And that's and that's the bill that's coming due for this franchise. The salary cap certainly is a problem. Mm-hmm. Who are their young talents? Like, like Holland's going to want a new deal. Waddle's going to want a new deal. Jalen Phillips are going to want new deals. You can't live in that world where you're paying everybody. So who's that next line coming up? Like, sure, HN was a great pick. Like, right. what, did you get third-round pick for that guy? Mm-hmm. That's basically it for their last two drafts. Yeah. That's basically it. That's the bill that's coming due right now. Yeah, let, let's move forward in this conversation because we've hammered the fire Chris Greer to a uh, we haven't we haven't even gotten into the good stuff. Each of us have our own complicated relationship with Christian Wilkins. As, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so we're gonna walk this a very fine line here. How do we each handle? the Christian Wilkins situation. Do you let him shake you down and pay him what he wants? Do you tag him or do you expose him to the market? I'm tagging him. Uh, Again, with the notion that I'm really not looking for a long-term relationship with very many players at this point, because yeah, I've got to stay liquid. I I don't know what's coming in the future. So, so I tag them and then we can decide, you know, do we want to sign them to a long-term deal? What happens this year? Is it proven? But I a hundred percent would have Christian Wilkins on my 2024 roster. hundred percent. Bees. Yeah. I mean, he's one of your best players. He's the heart and soul of your defense. You need to do whatever you can to keep him. I don't know if it would be a terrible idea for him to get a taste of the market though. Like uh, maybe transition tag, maybe that way you have a chance to, 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 you know, if his market's coming in lower than he expected, then you've got him boom guaranteed one year. And if there's a, there's a deal that you can match, you match it. But they have so many needs guys. They have so many needs. And even if the cap is $250 million, they're still going to be 42, $43 million over the cap. And you, you lop it on another 20 million on top of that. I, I, 
I think transition tag actually might be the path forward because it gives you a chance to match any offer he gets. You are you are totally disrespecting Christian Wilkins, but I don't necessarily say that I disagree with your line of thinking. Poupard, where are you on this situation? What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're going to roll your eyes again at what I say, Omar? No. Nope. Okay, only roll with Tua. Uh, B's, I'm back with you again. That that actually that actually makes a lot of sense. I and Transition but, tag? Perk, here's my – you kind of are sure he's going to be on your roster but with the transition tag unless somebody comes up with an absolutely crazy offer that you can't fathom paying. But this is a foundational piece. And, Perk, you're talking about staying liquid, which is great. But even if you stay liquid to rebuild, <clears throat> isn't he somebody you'd want for a rebuild? The dude's like, what, just 25 years old? Um, oh, he's older than you think. He's like 28. Is he that old? Yes, he is. He was oh, like, yeah, because he played, he played all those years at Clemson. Oh, did. wait a second. No, in that case, cut his ass. <laughs> oh, damn. First, he's 28. I didn't know that. Um, no, I didn't know he was that old either. Um, I, I'd still want to hang, hang on to him because he's a foundational piece and just not – with this play, with a tone setting and all that. Right. But I like the idea of the transition tag. While I will acknowledge that Beasley has a good idea on the transition tag to be cheaper, but you do realize that you're really going to piss him off. He's already pissed off. You're really going to piss him off if you transition tag him. Why? Because you're you're letting him get to the market. Like, what he wants, probably more than anything, well, he says more than anything, he wants that lucrative long-term deal with the Miami Dolphins. Okay? So option two is getting that lucrative long-term deal. And you're giving him the opportunity. Like, you know what? Go set your market. And if we think it's right, you're you're going to get the best possible contract. Oh, and by the way, with no state income tax. By the way, you're still going to make more money than any other contract you make anywhere else because we don't have a state income tax. How is that disrespectful to the guy? It's a business too, Omar. You said I, it before. I, I, listen, and how, how much more disrespect is there than making him play on his fifth-year option last year? You're yeah. right. Um, yeah. I think that that's a day. I don't think he signs either to transition or the franchise tag, but I, I think you're, it's a wiser bet to put the franchise tag on him just because you've seen players walk away from you with no, no, with no payment on the transition tag. It, it's, you know, you, you know, the one time it's happened to the Dolphins, Charles Clay, they were brilliant not to match that contract. They yeah. were brilliant. Cause he same was, thing with Olivier Vernon, same thing. I mean, they I'm not saying the tag on Vernon, Omar. They rescinded the tag on Vernon. They still put it on him, and they took it off when 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 they weren't going. They got Mario Williams. Yeah. They got Mario yeah. Williams. Yeah. yeah, and we can we can pretend like these are. Here's my thing about Christian. Christian is the first foundational piece. He is the first building block of everything that you've built. He's been everything that you've ever asked him to be in the community. Durable player, locker room leader, 
improved every single season. If you don't do right by him, you won't do right by anybody. So you have to, have to retain him. Otherwise, everything that you built this on is a lie. And I'm not saying that it's not because it is, but it, you 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 have to sign, you have to maintain that he's here, which is why I would use the franchise tag. Um, I, I'm, I, not, I'm not going to disrespect him any more than I've already disrespected him. Omar, what they feel this on is, is 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 making trades for high profile guys. I mean that this is where they've gotten where they are with Tyreek, Jalen Ramsey, and Bradley Chubb. That's he's still the first piece, is. though. He's still the foundational piece. So. Um, we, we, we talked a little bit earlier about the Tua situation. I just want everybody on this panel, we all know the NFL numbers. We all know how the power dynamics in the league works where it's agencies and it's agents and it's quarterbacks and you got to make sure your quarterback is taken care of. Give me a proposal that you make to Tua. Guaranteed. All I want is the guaranteed money. And the average per year, whether he accepts it or not, what is the fair deal that you would put on the table for Tua based on what he's achieved this first four seasons? Let's start with Beasley. Yeah, I think I've already made mention of it. It's it's 45 to 48 million AAV is probably the wheelhouse he's in. That puts you, um, I would say roughly, it's, it's, it's a little bit more than Daniel Jones money. Daniel Jones plus inflation maybe is probably what you want. That's that that's that's your home. And look, here's what the Dolphins argument to Tua will be. We don't want you to go year to year, but we could do it. You know, if, if, if we could do it, if we had to and we don't want to, we want to give you this long term stability now. But if we had to, we got the franchise tag. And uh, you know what? The, the fifth year option franchise tag one and franchise two tag two would come out to roughly one hundred and thirty five million dollars over three years. You know how much that is? Forty five million dollars a year. So that's what you say to Tua. It's like, hey, Tua, we, this is where we're starting. We're going to throw in a couple more million just, just to make you happy. Yeah. But that's kind of where, where we think your value is, and that's probably where the market would say your value is as well. And if he says no, best of luck. Perk, where are you at? Uh, I'm probably going a little bit lower than that. Again, it would have to be a almost – I wouldn't say almost an insult, but it would be a very team-friendly deal, probably – 40, 42 million a year average, and he wouldn't take that. He shouldn't take that. There's no reason for him to take that. So he can do better. He can do better. Like B said, if he gets the tag, he does better. So I I don't want to say I would make him a risk injury every single season when you know your injury risk was or concern was people assumed that you weren't going to be playing 10 years in the NFL already. Yeah, look, I'm I'm just saying if I'm him, I, I wouldn't take a below market value deal. And if I'm the Dolphins, that's what I would offer. One, one quick thing, and I'm sorry I keep cutting you off, guys. Um, you got to put yourself for a second into his shoes and wonder what's most important to him. Is it resetting the market for quarterbacks and getting $60 million a year? I, I agree with you, Omar. I, I don't think it is. And if you look at the possible situations, he's already had a terrible situation. Right. He's played for Brian Flores on a garbage offense. Like, yeah. Let's go back and look at George Godson's schemes. OK, I mean, he's he's lived that life. OK. A, he's well, got to catch a stray. <laughs> hey, Kendall Lamb appreciates that. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Truth is truth. Eric Studesville was the co-coordinator on that. If somebody's going to catch a stray, both of them got to catch a stray now. Let's be fair. We, we know which one was calling plays. OK, so. uh one, he's not going – Mike McDaniel is the best play caller he's ever played for. He is. He is the best play caller he's ever played for who knows how to maximize his skills because that's – the Shanahan offense, that's the kind of quarterback that can have success, right? That That is it. Two, where the hell else is he going to get the kind of weather? And he's not going to play in cold very often, living in South Florida, right? He needs to go to – he can't go to, like, a Green Bay. He, he, has can't, to go to a, he can't go to a Chicago. So the, the list of potential teams that he would succeed with is relatively small. So if you take that market, and, and most of them already have quarterbacks, like the, the, the Niners would be a perfect team for him. They might have a better version of that in Brock Purdy. They might. And so the, when you get down to it, two his options aren't going to be what we think they you know, it might be. The number of teams clamoring to pay him even $45 million a year, is going the list is probably going to be pretty small. So he needs to have that awareness at this point in his career that this, to me, 
is the best option. This contract they're offering me, it's not perfect. It's not what I want, but it's the best of what my reality is going to be. Alan Poupard, what contract would you offer to a tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> well, if if the goal is to be relevant and to make the playoffs or be a playoff contender every year, Beasley's deal is perfectly fine. If the goal is to be an actual championship contender and with the idea of winning a Super Bowl, I'm sorry, make show me one show me you can get to that that you have not attained your ceiling already. So play on your fifth year option. We'll revisit next year. If you completely ball out, then we'll we'll talk about a long-term extension. And then again, even if it winds up costing the Dolphins more in the long run, hell, you would have get, you would have gotten something out of it. And it gives you another year of evaluation because right now, to me, I think there are still questions about Tua in terms of exactly what his ceiling is. I tend to believe, if I'm going to have to weigh one side or the other, that he's semi-maxed out. And you, and unfortunately for the Dolphins, if they were in the NFC, that'd be more than good enough. In the AFC, I don't think that's going to cut it. So absolutely for me. And even though it sucks from a salary cap standpoint, because I understand. You extend them, you lower his cap number for 2024 when they can use the help. This is the most important position. You have to get it right. You don't get saddled with a guy who's good, right. but not quite good enough right. just because you want to take care of your cap situation for one year. Well, what's, Alan, what's, you say you're saddled with him. Like, how long are you talking? Like, I, I think if you give him the contract that I mentioned, usually about three years, years. probably. Yeah. Two probably two, and you could probably move on. You can no, you can one cut him. Every quarterback has a three-year commitment to them, so you, it, it's you could, more than likely you could, two is not going to walk away with, from anything without a three-year guaranteed money commitment. Well, no, no, the, the guaranteed money will be there, like a hundred million plus. Would, like probably a hundred and twenty would likely get it done. The like three years, yeah, you know, hundred thirty. If 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 you and here's here's to to answer my own question, if your 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 fifth-year option. And the franchise tax next year gets you to sixty million dollars, and it does generally because all those figures are not computed yet. And more than likely, the escalating price of when Dak gets a new deal and Trevor Lawrence gets his new deal, and you know all these other guys, it's going to raise the numbers. But so I'm if I'm paying to a committing to sixty over two, and then I throw on another sixty over whatever the duration of it and put it at 120. I'm not disagreeing with you, Beasley. 120, 130 over three, I, I that, that's a fair offer for me. And, and that's the thing is you got to remember the, the cap, the, the, the tag would go up an additional 20% uh, with, the, with the second year. It's, so it would go from roughly 50 million to 60 million. So that's the, those are big numbers. Um, I will say this though. I don't think we should discount the possibility that if they want to move on, they would maybe draft. So, okay, here's the giant situation. The Giants are not ruling out drafting a quarterback this year. They're not. Then, you know, Daniel Jones is going to be their starting quarterback to begin the season, but they're not ruling out adding to the position. I think the Dolphins should have that philosophy that we'll, we'll give you this contract, but if 2025 comes around and we feel uh, we, we, we really like a player that could push you. Okay, we'll think about that. And then year three that you guys are talking about, you just trade them. Right, you trade him because he'll be a, a one-year player with X number of dollars guaranteed left on his contract. You've already paid for most of it. You can you can figure out a way to find a team that needs a quarterback to take that off your hands. And a lot of the cap issues you're talking about kind of go away. But here, here's here's the thing though, Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to use him as an example. Do we all know? Do you all know the only reason he was with the Titans this, this past season would have cost him 36 million. His cap number was 36 million. Um, I don't exactly recall when he got his extension, but I believe that might have been his third year. This is what, to me, is unpalatable when we're talking about Tua. Well, they could have they, they could have post June first him, or they could have found they could have found a team to trade for him. Like they're like Ryan Tannehill will find a starter. He'll find a job this year. Probably because yeah, he's a free agent. That's why he'll find a job. Yeah. They, they couldn't they couldn't do anything with him last year, and they only kept him because his, his, the cap it would have been. Unpalatable, and that's what I, well, I don't. I don't want to see happen with the Dolphins. That, that's, that's what happens hey. when you have regime change, and 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 let's. Will Levis is a good, promising quarterback. Let's not say that he puts the team in better position to win. But we all know that's not how the NFL works. That the NFL works is uh, is about developing 
and, 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 and taking the step forward. And Ryan Tannehill wasn't helping them develop and take the step forward. So now it's Will Levis's team. You're but, missing the point, Omar. He'd have been gone last year if not for the fact that that, is, that, the that, cap, that, that cap money would have been was egregious for them. That's why they kept, they hang on to him. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Two things. Number one, if the Dolphins draft a quarterback, what about Tua Psyche? Does that negatively affect him? And number two, are we sure that Tua can stay healthy again for, let's just say, 14 games, 15 games? I'm, 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 worried, I'm worried about his psyche if you brought somebody in, and I'm not convinced. Nobody cares. He competed at Alabama with Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care. I've never cared about a quarterback psyche. I've I, I always think- – Supported competition. I don't. I don't. I don't want a quarterback that I have to worry about coddling. Them. Well, I, I, okay, I, I want an alpha. I want an alpha leader. That's what I want. But, but isn't that what kind of is what? Two alpha leader. That is to an alpha leader. I think this would. I, I think he has some alpha leader tendencies. I do. I don't think he is the prototypical. Like he's not Big Ben. Okay. Like you, there's there there's shades of gray. But because you're asking, do I think he's a leader? I do think he has. No, I didn't say that. No, I said alpha leader, which is the term you used. I mean, he's a leader. I, I there the the there are very small number of alpha leaders quarterbacks in the NFL, and for us to sit here and say, "Oh, two is not an alpha leader," and that creates all kind of headlines, you know, that's disingenuous. That it's this list of alpha leaders is very, in the NFL, not just quarterbacks, is is extremely small. But Tua is a leader. Without yeah, without, and 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 the, and the Niners were just one stop away from winning the Super Bowl with the nerd. Okay, like Brock Purdy is a very good quarterback. He's a nerd. Okay, so I don't think I don't think that's the end all be all. But I also know one thing about Brock. I also know one thing about Brock Purdy. He'll freaking compete. Like he 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 clawed his way up from number three in the depth chart to win that job. And he would have been he would have been fine if they brought in Brady because that's what they talked about because he just wants the opportunity to compete. But you know what? See, this is the perfect jumping off point because again, it's not about Tua. It's not about Brock Purdy on that team. You you got Debo and you got Kittle and you got McCaffrey and you right I mean like it's so they, they got they need, they, the Dolphins the Dolphins offense they need to think about this is not about Tua like we've got to put stuff around Tua and we that's, we that's, make it about Tua we and no, the I, 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 make it about I, I think by 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 what we see on the field Mike McDaniel makes it about Tua his offense is about Tua. And he, you need some, you need other stuff. It's he's not, he's not that guy, and and that's not a slam on him. Most quarterbacks are not that guy. Built like San Francisco, built like Philly, built like. I think they have built like San Francisco. That it, it just didn't work. It just didn't. What? I think they built like San Francisco. I think well, without a tight end, they they, they, they use their running game to say they they had one last year that they put a franchise tag on, and then. I love, by the way, I love Chris Perkins' slander on the Dolphins' running game. By the way, I love how much he hates it because even after even after Connor Williams got hurt, they were still averaging like five point one yards a carry. All right, stop with all this mess. They, listen, these they they and listen, and I think in in the seven they played seven games against playoff teams. I'm pretty sure they rushed for over a hundred and five of those games. And well, you that's go, a, that's, a vol, that's a volume issue. That's not a that's not an efficiency issue. They were still very efficient running the football. All the, the, the run game is not a factor. That's what I'm saying. It's not a factor. You you you're rushing for a hundred yards, and it, it it means nothing. Raheem Mostert had one rushing touchdown against playoff teams. One. Is that is that uh, is that a personnel issue or is that a coaching issue? I, I think it's a it's a it's a scheme issue that that it's it's part talent, but it's also I, I it's also a, I, I don't I don't think that they run when they 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 abandon the run too often. Okay, and and your run game is not a factor in your offense. It's there. It exists. Uh, I think it's a factor. It's a factor that keeps teams stretched out horizontally. They averaged four point two yards per carry against maybe the best defense in the NFL and the Chiefs in in, in a playoff game in at the North Pole. Okay, oh, the, the, the idea that they just were they just get shut down against the run is it's a complementary piece. Now your argument should be it shouldn't be a complementary piece of the offense, but the the foundation of their offense that could be your argument. But the argument that they can't run the football is just false. It's, I, I don't say they can't run it. Again, listen, I, it's not a factor. They, they they haven't won any game by running the football. It's not a factor. Oh, they won the Patriots. The first Patriots game, They all they did was they, run the football. Yes, they've won games running football. 
they won on defense with a defensive sub. By the way, I want to go on the record. I'm going to go on the record, Omar, because you pissed me off with this. I don't make it all about Tua. I make it all about Tua when the contract comes up and I answer the question. And specifically, I'm going to call you out on this. Hold on. I'm going to call you out on this. When they lost at Kansas City, you were the one in Germany. You were the one who blamed it all on Tua on that last drive. And I said it was a team failure. It wasn't Eagles just too. Eagles, so too. Eagles too. Eagles too. Eagles too. I, 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 I and, and you put it all onto one. I was like, no, it was, it was, it was a team. But, but here's the thing: you're selectively because I said he has to play clutch in these moments where you have the ball in the fourth quarter, an opportunity to tie the game or take the lead, and he continues to fall short in yeah. those instances. What is your main complaint about him? Oh, he can't beat good teams. He can't come up in the clutch. He can't do this. Okay, so. I'm putting it exactly where it was. In that game, you had an opportunity, just like you did in Buffalo, one minute and 53 seconds, and you didn't do nothing. Um, by the way, by the way, 6.2 yards a carry against the Ravens. I'm just throwing that in there. They lost by 39 points. They ran the ball efficiency. That's the only Empty calories. Uh, well, Omar, you scored 16 points. What the hell did the run game do? Omar, was it his fault there was a mix-up with Cedric Wilson? Did we ever determine that whose fault that was? No, was it- we never determined it. But you know what? I bet you two is going to take responsibility Obviously, for it. Obviously, so. and Cedric Wilson is going to take responsibility. <laughs> but, but that's my point. That That's not a two-a failure if Wilson ran the wrong route. Listen, yeah. it, we're, we're, we're talking about a whole different scenario and a whole different option. Well, I have to put up with Bees and Perk on a daily they, basis. They, they, they both have to put up with years. They, they also know what I got to put up with over there. <laughs> uh, let, let's move on to, to the, 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 the capocalypse, which, you know, when I said it was coming in the offseason last year, and Dolphin fans were like, why are you trying to rain on our parade? Let us enjoy our spending spree. Let us enjoy shopping at Neiman Marcus. Let us enjoy running up daddy's credit card. We don't want to hear anything about that. Well, okay, it's here now. And even though the cap is probably going to be a little bit higher than a, every year, it's the same thing. They're, they're always projecting it to be higher because the NFL just continues to make a ridiculous amount of money. Um, but you're conservatively, if we follow Beasley's plan of putting the transition tag on Christian Wilkins, which is going to disrespect the snout out of him um, and not stop anybody from bidding, which is probably if, if I want to stop people from bidding, I'm putting the franchise tag on. Now, but anyway, how do you fix a situation where you're basically going to have to clear about $75 million in cap space just to try to put this team back together again? Not even improve it. I have the answer. You release Emmanuel Ogba. Go ahead, Perk. You're next. <laughs> you know what? I'll say this. My, my, uh, my first tough decision I got to let Robert Hunt walk. I, I do. Uh, I do. Uh, he's he's too good. He's too. He's What's your, too pr- good What's your price you put on him right now? What's your price you put on him right now to come back? Oh, it would be ridiculous. I can't afford him. I can't. Because look. So I, you're not I, even I, making I, an offer? No. I, uh, listen to me. I've said I want Christian Wilkins back and more costly and more problematic. I want Xavier Howard back. And those are my two. Because listen, if I don't have X, now teams are going to avoid Jalen Ramsey. And and that that's the big deal. Like you you want them to have to deal with both of them. So that's my starting point. And so I buy X. What you putting on X? On X? I'm I'm writing X a check. I gotta get X's number down to what? 18? 16? What you mean? Total? Speaking of that dude, that dude is 31 years old this season. I know, but, but bees, bees, got, you, got, does, does he you saw this you, you saw, saw this. you saw the defense when he wasn't out there, and defense quarterbacks are going to throw at Eli Apple or Cater Cole. Are, are there others? Are your only two options? Your only two yeah, options are Xavier Howard or no Xavier Howard. The options are Xavier Howard or somebody other than Xavier Howard. Okay, I, I so draft. I understand there's other guys out there. There are ways to address the position. There's actually some decent cornerbacks out there that you can sign for agency. I think what, what we get caught up is we see of what the opportunity cost loss is by losing a player. We don't see what the opportunity cost is by keeping a player. And that's and, and it opens the Dolphins up to so many other possibilities when they say, okay, you know what? 
we are going to save this cash and we're going to fix the cap and we're going to go do X, Y, and Z. And we might be a better team because of it, because on the other side, we have two players instead of one. I mean, that. I get it. I, I, I get that, that look, it's a, it's a good year for cornerbacks in free agency. How many of them can the dolphins afford? <laughs> well, the old I, one, I, the old yeah, you're not getting like Jalen Johnson in Chicago. They okay, well, again, the, the good thing about signing new contracts is you can structure it in a way that you don't have the pain year one. So, yes, there are ways. The, the idea that they're not going to be active in free agency, of course they're going to be active in free yes. agency. They're just going to have to be creative in how they structure the contracts. Um, well, I would say this. You, you've got to um, – to me, the, the whole basis of your early season defense is Jalen Ramsey and the corners, right? Because your, your edge rushers aren't going to be there. So I, that's why you, you I, I understand what you're saying, Bees, and I, I don't think Xavier, I know he's not the ex of five years ago, and I know that there are other guys out there, and he's not the only answer. But right now, I think he's your best option. I, I, I do. I, he's, he's a player that you know can do the shutdown job and cause major headaches when paired with Jalen Ramsey. I, I don't disagree with you. I think you can lower his, his cap number by maybe offering him a three-year, $25 million deal. I don't know what he can get on the on, on the market, but we, we'll soon find out. Um, they've got until, I believe it's the third day of the league year, where he's basically owed and guaranteed $7 million. So they got decisions to make on, on that front. Beasley, how do you fix this cap situation? How do you get the Dolphins 70, 75 million in cap space? Well, you mentioned the low-hanging fruit, obviously, Agba, Keon Cross, and guys like that. I mean, that's going to help a lot. I mean, you there are, there are five or six key cuts that you can make that will get you halfway home, if not more. Um, step two is you talk to guys and you have a frank conversation with them about their true value and say, look, do you want to make that here or you want to make it somewhere else? But you're Which not guy? Really uh, Jerome? Geez. Jerome, Tehran, yeah. you know, guys like that. You can't mess with Tehran's money. Mm -mm. Not going to happen. You've, you've got, you've, you got you've to gotta have, you've gotta have the conversation. Got to. Got to have the conversation. Not Tehran's money. Mm -mm. All, all, all these big all these big money guys, you got to talk to Hey, them. when you restructured his contract last year, that $14 million, it's secure. So now, why would I why would I jeopardize my $14 million when you need to? You're not, you're not guaranteed that you're not guaranteed the 14. You're guaranteed five. And that's the conversation you have with him. You're already going to get $5 million from us this year. Right. That's already guaranteed. What do you think you could get in an open market on a one-year deal, Tron? Do you think you can get $12, $13, 14000000 million? I don't because who's going to pay that to a guy that can't depend on? Right. So what you say to him, you already got five from us. We'll give you another three or four. That's nine. And we'll give you a chance and incentives to get back all the money that we're taking from you if you play 17 games. Bet on yourself. That's that way he's making as much, if not more here than he would anywhere else. And he doesn't have to move like you need to play hardball with the situation they're in. You can't just be cut, trade or restructure. It has to be. Hey, look, look this is what you're guaranteed. This is all you're guaranteed from us. OK. And if you think the compensation of what we can pay you is less than what you're going to get elsewhere. Lots of luck. You need to have those conversations. Yeah. You got to shake down most of your top players. You do. Or else you're not going to be a contender. That like the math. That's the only way the math works. I agree. Yeah, now, now here's the question: What happens when they go to Tyreek with that conversation? You think you're going to shake down Tyreek? <laughs> Look, he ought to. He ought to be. He ought to be. He ought to be the most cooperative, shouldn't he? Tyreek is going to get a raise, gentlemen. Tyreek is going to get a extension, gentlemen. I would deal. I want to. I want to make a wager on. Let's oh, do Tyreek Hill gets a contract extension. From Let's not, do not, this. Not a, not a restructure. Not a restructure more, extension. Years more added. Real money. Years added. Years added, yeah. sir. I'm. I. I. That's what you decide. What the wager is. Uh, Poop. How do you fix this cap situation? What Omar and Perk said. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I'm totally with you. Uh, uh, Bees with Armstead, who's been a great player. Great dude. We all love him and all that. But yeah, he's got a $20 million cap hit and the Dolphins technically could cut him post June one and save like 9 million against the cap. Um, if, if it got to that point, um, X, I'm not sorry, Perk. I'm not on board with X. I, I think, and I love X. He's been a great player, but he is 31 years old. He's had injuries the last few years. More often than not, I want to say he's not the cornerback that he once was. Um, so the, the, and then the, you got the obvious ones we mentioned, um, 
talking to Baker about a potential cut. I threw out Ogba because obviously that's a joke. That's that's. I love well, that. okay, okay. Let's just let's just take ten seconds and talk about Mario Ogba because who's rushing the passer week one for the Miami Dolphins right now? They've got no pass rushers that are going to be available. None. But Dude, see, with that's, all the the guys, that's the guys. That's the guys that I go out and get on the market. You bring Van Ginkle back, but but they're they're because they're almost temporary fixes. Once once uh, once um, Phillips and and Chubb come back. Oh well, yeah. However, I'm talking- however, I'm not. I also don't think both of them are going to reach 100% health this season. Maybe one of them does. Maybe they both end the season at 80%, 90%. But I, 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 I would rather go out and get an edge rusher than a corner to replace uh, X. I, well, I would, I, and, and let's be clear. I'm not saying pay him a log of $17 million or whatever. No, you talk to him about a pay cut. You say, do you want to be here back here? You're not going to be back here at the number you're at. Let's, let's, see if we can, let's see if we can find a number that we both agree on. I think that's, that should be their approach. With a lot of these veterans. All right, let's. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me answer that. Except the only the only thing is is Agba is going to look at the situation. Do we really think he's going to be agreeable to a pay cut after last year, where it was basically made a complete afterthought? Uh, I think he's going to in the absolutely the only way that would work is he would explore the market first, and there would have to be absolutely nothing out there for him. For I think for him to even consider that. And Omar, I want to tell you something. I want to counter your whole. Tyreek bandwagon type of thing going on here. Am I missing something or did the dude not basically limp to the finish line each of those two years with the Dolphins because he had one leg injury or another? And we're we're expecting that that's going to, that situation is going to rectify itself as he gets older and older and older. Um, NFL is a hundred percent injury rate sport. That's kind of how it works. Answer the question. (laughs) Is he a top 10 player in the NFL? Yes or no? God, that's yeah. a stupid black and white question, Omar. Okay, Obviously, it's a black and white question. My There's question. no gray in it. If was he a top ten player in the NFL in the last four weeks of the of this season or last season? Why Why are we adding some component to it? Did he finish the year as a top ten player in the NFL? Yes or no? Well, okay, all right. Why does Why does Tua and McDaniel? Why do they get crushed for their performances against bad, good teams? And Tyreek gets a total pass. Like, look at his splits against good teams. They are brutal. Absolutely brutal. Are you going to re up to a guy that's won you nothing? Yes. Like that's the thing is that he's won you nothing. Like the big games, he is not showing up. You know what? But but CBs, that's that's the problem with this whole offense, and that's why I say this goes beyond Tua. Like this isn't about Tua. It's your whole offense does not work for whatever reason. It's ineffective against good teams, and that's the conversation to bring this back that they need to be having in that building that. Why can't we beat good teams? We have all this talent, and and that's how you approach the offseason. To me, those are the that's that's good where you teams want to play start. with a physicality that they can't match. Yeah. Hey, by the way, what what are you guys doing with with Connor Williams and Rob Hunt? Connor Williams is my top priority to resign, and I know he's not going to be healthy for the beginning of the season, but he was your top offensive lineman. Robert Hunt, I make him a respectable eight million a year yeah. contract offer, and. I wish him the best of luck on the market. Um, he's he's a phenomenal guy, great player. I want to see him get paid, yep. um, but they can't afford him. You can't you can't sign everybody. You just you can't. can't. At, some, at some point, you got to say goodbye. And it gets worse when you have a quarterback that's eaten up eight, 15, 18% of your cap. So this is a team that's going to have to draft better, doesn't have to evaluate talent better, going to have to sign, you know, not have to sign injured injury-prone players, which are the only guys signing these one-year two million dollar deals but we'll we'll see um we've we've addressed a lot we've accomplished a lot gentlemen i want to end this with one player that you think absolutely needs to be on this roster in 2024 to make the dolphins get one playoff win outside the building or inside the building wherever you choose tyree easy tyree easy (laughs) done (laughs) bees what you got Caleb Williams. Who? Who'd you say? Caleb Williams. Oh, oh my God. Anyway. Wow. Nice. Wow. I'm I'm going with Derrick Henry. I'm going with Derrick Henry. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you do with Raheem Raheem. Or HM. You you need that physicality. You need that hammer. And you poop. (laughs) I like the Caleb Williams. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was awesome, bees. Uh, he, I don't think he's that good, by the way. You're not that's, alone. That's show. Yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill. I mean, that's someone. Sorry. Thank you. Thank All you. right, two guys that took the layup. All right, that's fine. He's the best player on the team. You said he's one the top ten player of the league. But we know he's not going anywhere. Like, like, I meant one well, guy. That's, that's all you said, Omar. Though right. you didn't say you said anybody. Now, now uh, make okay. it, now make it outside the building. Now the question outside is, the building then. Okay, Pope. go ahead. Then, then, then outside the building, bees. Uh, well, I, you, I already gave you my answer. Perk, yeah, he, outside he's the building. Kevin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These are jokes, people. These are jokes. For oh, days. no. They're not going to take them as jokes. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't Justin Fields. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would have made it worse. Wow. Wow. Man. Man. That, that's how we began these podcasts, Unites, Debates, Wars. Um, Justin uh, somebody out there telling, saying that the Dolphins needed Justin Fields. I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? <laughs> Then hey, by the way, and, and, and if they if they get Derrick Henry, they've got to feed the man the ball, right? That's the other part of it. But I, I, I would agree with the Henry. You know, last year I was on the um on the uh uh Look, gosh, the, Dalvin, uh, the, Cook. The Dalvin Cook. Yes, I was on the Dalvin Cook. I called him a central personnel. I was wrong, but you do you do still need that element. I was wrong on the person, but I was correct on the element. Definitely. All right, gentlemen, we appreciate your time. You can find Adam Beasley at Pro Football Network. Um, all, all does phenomenal work there. And then he's got the Miami Dolphins podcast with Pro Football Network. And Chris Perkins is with the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Dolphins Deep Dive with Perk. It's a weekly podcast. You, you, you doing it during the combine? Uh, yeah, we're, we're, on, we're on next Tuesday. We're going to try and do a every two-week thing. Okay, on next Tuesday. And you know how to find me and and Alan Poupard at alldolphins.com for free. No paywall, no subscription, no offense. I know Beasley has no paywall, too. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) we're trying to make money. (laughs) They they got travel budgets to pay for. Uh, All right. All right, folks, We, we appreciate you for watching. Thank you for coming. And we will see you tomorrow for a live uh, alldolphins.com podcast. Thanks, Burke and Bees. Thanks for having me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.